Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Monday, 26 June, 2023. Our bit today comes from Romans 10, verse 17, which says, So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Come on, friends, let's do like the early bird that catches the worm and get out into the turbulent and evil world and begin working for Christ right away. The sooner we get out there, the sooner we can start working for him and the better our results will be. Remember how Jesus felt as he went around the cities and villages teaching and healing and preaching the gospel of the kingdom? The good library tells us, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted that were weary and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And that comes from Matthew 9, 36 to 38. And it's also true of today's harvest, my fellow believers. Jesus reminds us to pray for laborers. That's his disciples to go into the world and help the many sick, lost, downtrodden, and unfortunate out there to come to him for refuge and salvation. And just like back then, there are not enough people going out to do that. And consequently, our world is going to hell in a handbasket. Now, the scholars point us to the similarity in Numbers 27, where Moses was taken by the Lord into a mountain and showed the promised land, which he was not going to enter because of his earlier disobedience to God's word. And Moses spake unto the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation, which may go out before them, and which may go in before them, and which may lead them out, and which may bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord be not a sheep which have no shepherd. And you can find that in Numbers 27, 15 to 7. And that's when Joshua was anointed to take Moses' place. And sadly, friends, just like then, our world today is teeming with sheep that have no shepherd. And there are comparatively few workers to go out and reap the big harvest that's out there for reaping. And I like how the scholars explain it. They say verses 37 and 38 constitute one of the great missionary passages of the New Testament. Jesus pictures the world as a great spiritual harvest in need of laborers to gather it into the storehouse. And that's how true it is, my people. Millions out there suffering, living in sin and darkness, 
with little or no opportunity to see the light of Jesus. And that's why some of us, or some of Jesus's last words of or directions to the disciples was the Great Commission. He informed them, all power or authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach or make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And we know that comes from Matthew 18, sorry, Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And unfortunately, it's a message that still resonates today. Now, that brings up another instance when Jesus refers to the harvesting of souls and the lack thereof of harvesters. He was at the well of Jacob outside the city of Sitcha, talking to the Samaritan woman. And the disciples came from the village and offered him food. Jesus said unto them, My meat or food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And hearing is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap whereon you bestowed no labor or have not labored. Other men labored and ye are entered into their labors. And that's John 4, 34 to 38. And the scholars point out that Jesus might have been referring to the multitudes who came out of Sitcha to see him because of the Samaritan woman's testimony. And a lot of people there needed saving too, just like we have now. And that brings us to this last scripture passage, one of my favorites. But Paul, in writing to the Romans about Israel's rejection of Christ, states, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that's Romans 10, 12 to 15 and verse 17. 
And the scholars tell us that our bit means it is not faith in what is heard, but faith that comes about by what is heard that makes a difference. And I also like how Paul lays it out so logically. You can't believe unless you hear the word, and you can't hear the word unless someone comes and tells you about it, and that someone has to be sent. And oh, it's surely a wonderful thing when we preach a gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. So please, let's try and concentrate on doing that today, today, now my fellow saints. It's our job to reap the harvest, but sadly, it's drying up in the field, spoiling for want of harvesters. Now, let's approach the throne of grace through a Monday morning battle hymn and ask for help to fix our broken world. All together now, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ, despite the mass confusion in our world. Heavenly Father, you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Yes, we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but you are a merciful, forgiving, and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. So we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading for wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. Oh Father, please ease the pain of the many suffering from negative situations. Show them your awesome grace and mercy and faithfully keep your promise to prosper us if we turn from our evil ways. And above all, show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And again we say, Amen. Now friends, let's do our bounden duty now so God can do his. Much love. And the postscript for today, sorry, the postscript for today says, no harvest can be satisfactorily gathered unless there are enough laborers to do the job. And that's the truth. But unfortunately, we don't have enough Christian laborers to go out there and bring in the harvest from the evil and darkness of this world. But please, for those we have, let's get out there and do it now. Jesus is depending on us to get a move on and to bring people to him so that hopefully nobody at all would face eternal separation from the Father. And we pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.